I didn't get dragged down here just to get my butt whipped by a bunch of ugly monsters. <laughs> I ain't going out like that. We're letting them push us around. We gotta fight them back. We gotta take it to them. Hey, everybody, you're listening to another fantastic episode of the Slim Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Shaden Smith, here with your lovely co-host, Colton Davidson. And, um, Colton, I understand that you got an excellent trivia question for today. possibly the hardest, most researched trivia question on this podcast so far. So, um... All right, I'm really are you, excited. Are you ready? I'm very excited. Are you ready for the for this trivia question? All right, so earlier on in this podcast, we posed the question, how many cows is LeBron James worth? Yeah. <laughs> we, then, the most racist thing we've ever said. Probably. So, so Shaden, I went and calculated it based off okay. of the price of beef, Right. how much a cow is worth. Okay. And... Uh, so how many cows do you think LeBron James is worth? <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to give you the, some of the background information for you to think? Yeah, give me some background information. All right, information. so the, according to Google, the uh, average price for a freshly weaned calf is $948. Okay. And LeBron James' net worth, according to Google, is $400 million. So how many cows is LeBron James worth? <laughs> Man. <laughs> uh, uh, or if, rather, if we're getting real technical here, how many freshly weaned calves is LeBron James okay, worth? Okay, so a lot. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I'm not even going to try and guess. <clears throat> I don't want to embarrass myself with these math skills, but I really want to know the answer. All right, so the, the answer now. is 421,941 cows. Four, that's actually not as much as I thought. Yeah, but so, still, that's so. Good. You can trade a small, a, a, a really large herd for LeBron James. Oklahoma could do that. Oh, we could totally do that. We could give yeah, we could every give, cow we we've just, ever produced every cow and give it to Cleveland there for you go. LeBron James. The question, so everybody, our listeners who have been listening to us since the beginning of this podcast, you now know how many cows LeBron James is worth: four hundred and twenty-one thousand. 941 cows. Easy. Yeah. And then we can finally afford LeBron James, so yeah. I'm pretty happy yeah. about it. All you all you ranchers listening to this, we just have to get some cows together. We'll ship them to, to Cleveland, Ohio. We'll get LeBron James back. Pair <laughs> LeBron James and Russell Westbrook together. It's going to be great. Let's just do one of those like big cattle like walk things where we go across the country just herding cattle. Yeah. <laughs> just like, We're just like plowing over fences. Yeah, like 50% <laughs> of the cows died on the way here, yeah. so... This was all That's why you take 500,000 cows and you plan for the worst. You heard it, Oklahoma. Let's yeah. get busy. Let's do it. All right. Anyways, that was a stupid podcast question <laughs> that we had. <laughs> Listen, hey, that was a good trivia question, all right? I put a lot of work into that. Honestly, that was, that was really good. <laughs> it I'm took really so long. <laughs> but anyways, um, before we jump into this podcast, uh, this this podcast is is our last podcast of the semester. It's it's, it's um, you could you could call it the conclusion of season one of the Slim Basketball podcast. Yes, the conclusion of season one. This is the season finale. The season finale. Uh, there's gonna be like 14 more seasons. Just you wait, unless one of us die. Yeah, which, you know, could happen. It could happen. We'll just get a replacement. Well, we'll just get, yeah, we'll exactly. just find someone who looks kind of like you and just pass it off as you. Uh, there's no one that looks like me. Uh, I've tried. Mm. Look it up. <laughs> Anyways, 
people who um, look like. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so this is going to be the last podcast we do of the semester. We're going to try and do a few um, over the summer. Maybe yeah, like, we'll do one do a month. One a month. That, try and plan. meet up. It's going to be kind of hard because we're both going to be going out of out of a uh, town. We're both going to be going out of state some a little bit. Um, but we're going to try and meet up as much as possible. So so swim basketball is not gone for the whole summer. Nope. It's just going to be really small but we will be back um hopefully by the time the finals come uh the nba finals we will be back to record a podcast so yeah so just be waiting on for us but um without further ado we're just gonna you know do this podcast like usual just talk about the nba just see what's going on and uh to jump right into that i mean what's happening right now the NBA playoffs. The NBA playoffs. Some are saying that this NBA playoffs is the most boring playoffs of all time. What do you think about that? Okay, I disagree with saying that it's the most boring because we've had some good games with you know Oklahoma City and Houston, but that I guess you could kind of attribute that to being, me being a Thunder fan. I think uh, the Wizards Boston game has been pretty entertaining. The Boston Chicago series is pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um. I think a lot of those have been really, and, and, and then and then San Antonio Memphis was also entertaining. I just see that this playoff is more like every time I'm watching a game, I feel like the outcome is absolutely irrelevant. I think that this is this is a becoming a two team NBA league, and no matter who wins the Houston San Antonio or who wins the Boston Wizards game. It is a very slim chance that either team beats the Warriors or the or the Cavaliers in the in the conference finals. So really, for me, it's like I'm watching this game. And it's awesome, but it's you know like especially like the Celtics Wizards game, and then last night with the Rockets Spurs game. It's awesome, but neither team really has all that big of a chance to go any farther. And so it's like it's like it's made the playoffs kind of meaningless to me. Right. I guess that's that that's where I view it. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Uh, it's weird because it is like a two-team league right mm-hmm. now, because um, you know we all know Cleveland and Golden State are going to the that's, that's pretty it's, much. It's happening. It would take like, it's gonna it's gonna take a huge injury to go, you know a Kevin Durant or a Steph Curry going down, or a or a Kyrie Irving something of that kind of magnitude. Right. That's the only way that we're gonna get something different in the finals. And even then, who you know who whatever team replaces that team is still gonna just get destroyed. Right. And. I, I'm not saying like I agree that this has been one of the this playoffs has been weird yeah. in the sense that it's not has been as competitive as you know what others are. This is the first time since what like the early '80s or like late '80s. I mean that two teams have gone eight and zero at the beginning of. I didn't know that the they playoffs. did. I didn't think it had ever been done before. It, the the uh, Detroit Pistons and the LA Lakers did it like okay. in the late '80s. Um, it's either late '80s or early '90s. Um, but yeah, so that happened. So this is the first time in a long time that this has actually happened, and um, it's just been a weird playoffs because we've seen so many blowouts. Yeah, like, this has been more yeah, blowouts than I've seen in the playoffs, like probably my whole. I mean, life. I remember um, whenever I first started watching basketball, and I was watch, sitting down watching the Thunder Spurs game, and Braden commenting like, "Wow, a fifteen point game. That's just that's absurd in a playoff game." And I remember because people thinking you know a fifteen point win was just absurd in a playoff NBA playoff game. And, you know, now with, like, I think the Wizards blew out Boston by, like, 30 points the other yeah. night. I mean, it's been really, really weird. And that, that's another aspect that I guess I can get on board with. But it but. hasn't been, like, one team blowing out the other team. It's been, like, one team will blow out the team. Then the other team will come back and blow out them. And yeah. then they'll blow out them. And it's just been, like, the series has just been jumping back and forth. And it's been really weird. It's been, 
just one of those series which which honestly really shows me um that no team can put up with a Cleveland or a Warriors that Golden State or Cleveland are just going to wreck whoever they're going to yeah. go against and a lot of people are saying you know this is um a two team league the playoffs have been really boring like people are like this is going to destroy the NBA you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i was thinking about that thinking about this destroying the air quotes destroying the NBA um I mean, think about it. This year in the NBA has had better viewership than like years in a long, long, yeah. long time. And because everyone wants to see Cleveland or Golden State, everyone's like, "Yeah, this is destroying." But when the finals happens, everyone's going to be watching it. Yeah, it's going to be one of the most exciting, most anticipated series. Which I hate that it is a two-team league. I wish it was a little more competitive. Yeah. But it is going to be a fun series, and you, what do you got? Okay, I I really do agree with you. It is going to be a fun series. Um, I'm trying to collect my thoughts here. Yeah, it's going to be a fun series. Um, and but I just don't remember a year. I mean, I've only been watching the NBA for five or six years, but now, but I don't remember any time that that there was two teams so heavily favored. You know, I felt like going into the playoffs, you thought, okay, there's like three to four teams that could really win this. And, you know, now it's Cleveland or Golden State. But, but yeah. we're kind of going with the viewership of this year. I think you could probably contribute it to a lot of the record breaking going on with James right. with James Harden getting all the crazy triple doubles. People want to turn on the TV and watching that. And then Russell Westbrook, everybody wanted to turn in and, right. and see Russell Westbrook try to break that record. Like, you know, the Denver game, a meaningless, an absolutely meaningless regular season game. And people all over are watching that game. And people in the Denver crowd is cheering for Russell Westbrook when he makes the triple double. Um, and then, you know, that, that you got Kawhi Leonard leading that team. I, you could probably attribute some of that to people looking for, like all these incredible individual performances because there aren't any other good teams. Yeah. Like you see, you see what point right. I'm trying to make yeah, here, I, I feel you. but I mean, yeah, this has been an app to be honest. This has been a really, really fun regular season mm-hmm. and uh, all these kinds of crazy things have been happening. It's been incredible watching James Harden and Russell Westbrook and Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard becoming known as the superstar that he is, uh, all that kind of deal. But, you know, now we get down to the playoffs, we just kind of see how meaningless a lot of this is. It's making the season and making the playoffs. For me, seeing this Golden State just plow through everybody in their path and not even have to break a sweat. You can literally see Golden State and Cleveland just flip the switch and try. Right. And it's they're just cruising. And it's made, like, this was all kind of meaningless. Right. So it's been really frustrating. Yeah, people thought at the beginning of this year, it's like, what's the point of watching any other games? I mean, we all know who's going to make it to the finals. So yeah. everyone's like, so I'm just not going to worry about watching the NBA and just wait and watch the finals. Yeah. Which is like, and of course that didn't happen because people want to see, you know, all these players, like you said, Russell Westbrook going off and all and this people stuff. People watching John Wall playing against, John Wall and Isaiah Thomas go at each other in the, in the Wizards. So this has been really, really awesome. We're saying like, a, a dude who's probably who by all accounts should have should have been too short to play in the NBA, and we see a throwback to the truest point guard in John Wall, and we've seen in a long time the, with you know Russell Westbrook and James Harden kind of redefining what the point what the point guard position is. 
do you kind of agree with that or do you disagree with that? Just the John Wall statement. You know, he's kind of he's kind of like that oh, throwback. I mean, yeah, he's kind of like that throwback. I to feel a, like John Wall is still more of a, a Russell Westbrook kind of because I feel like if you want a throwback, you're going to get like one of those guys who's just an amazing passer, really, really smart with the ball. Whereas I feel like John Wall is more of like that athletic guy who's who's still looking to score first. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say he's like a traditional point guard, but I do think he has been showing some stuff. Like um, he has been proving himself. But like like we said this whole time, I do think that the NBA people are going to keep watching it because of all this crazy stuff is happening. Um, no one thought the Wizards were going to be good, and the Wizards are freaking awesome now. Yeah. Who would have guessed that Otto Porter would be an awesome player? Yeah, not I. Well, you were didn't you mention that the Thunder should trade for him at some Shut point? Shut up. Anyways, we were <laughs> talking about him and Tim Hardaway. <laughs> Dude, Tim Hardaway's a stud. Uh, anyways, so we got all these players who are just have just been you know everything's been going great, and the finals could be really great this year, or it could be a blowout. Honestly, I don't know. There could be a blowout on either side. It just could happen. But I think people are just going to keep watching next year because there's going to be more changes. People are going to be moving around. The Clippers team is going to be completely different next year. So people are going to, you know, yeah, that Chris is... Paul is going to be somewhere. Blake Griffin's going to be somewhere. We got Paul George going different places. We got Carmelo Anthony going different places. We got Porzingis going different places. Who knows where Derrick Rose is going to end up? It's like all these switches. And anytime fans are like, I don't want to watch this because. It's such a two-team league. They're going to be like, oh, this is happening. This might be kind of yeah. interesting. Let's watch, you know? Like, I just think the the, the viewership and, and fans are just going to – it's just going to keep going up. And this thing about Cleveland and Golden State, the NBA is making so much money off yeah. this. <laughs> I mean, really I know it hurts um, – it hurts the competitiveness and it hurts, like, fans and everything. Like, I, I hate the fact that, you know – the Thunder don't have a chance in the next few. Like we, we just don't have a chance. Even mm-hmm. with Russell Westbrook, with a with a Cleveland and Gold State, we just don't have a, a chance. Um, but with with jersey sales, like Cleveland um, and Golden State jersey sales are just off the roof right now. Yeah, Ben um, So all this stuff, and then also that also helps that Russell Westbrook had Russell Westbrook and James Harden had two of the greatest seasons that we've seen ever. Yeah, and so that makes jersey sales go up. So a lot of people are saying, you know, NBA two team league, they're going to lose money and all stuff, and they have just they have just been gaining it, it so been awesome. much this year. So um, I think the two team league definitely hurts in a viewership and a fan stance somehow. Um, but anytime those two teams play, we if you're an NBA fan, no matter who you are, you're going to want to watch the game. Um, so I think the finals this year is going to be one of the craziest finals we've seen in a long time. And um, so I think that's going to be really exciting. The last time I thought, you know, there's two teams that are definitely going to the finals. It was the Miami Heat and the Spurs in 2014. And uh, they made it, and everyone's like, okay, this is going to make a really good finals. And then San Antonio just blew out the Heat. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just a massacre. <laughs> so I'm kind of interested to see how these finals go. I think if um, – I, I kind of hate – that this is going to be the first time ever that two teams made it to the finals together three years in a row. Um, so first time in NBA history. So I kind of hate that, but I'm also like, if this is a crazy great finals, then the NBA is just going to keep moving up yeah. from that. And that's, that, that's going to make it to where there's going to be no stopping of superstars going to superstar teams. You know what I'm saying? Like people are going to start going wherever they want. All right, so Shaden, speaking, you spoke of some some things here about the offseason will be really interesting, and this is going to be a really interesting thing. You've got Russell Westbrook able to sign for some kind of mega deal with the Thunder, and I just saw a, a report with uh, Russell Westbrook in 
with Royce Young, and Royce Young said, said that he fully expects Russell Westbrook to sign uh, the extension this summer. So there's right. that. There's that. Right. So we have some. So that's going to be really interesting to see that, and then see what the Thunder do in the off season to help build around him. Those are two. Those are two really big things. So some other things outside of the Thunder because we've kind of been beating that dead horse about what the Thunder should do. How the Thunder should do this. So I have two questions for you. One, let me. One, um, with the Clippers breaking up, probably going to be breaking up after this playoff. Another failed playoff run. We Who's, can only hope. Ladies who and stays and who leaves? And the second question is, Porzingis has kind of been showing some disgruntlement in New York. Do you Clippers? Do you see that Porzingis tweeted? Oh yeah, Clippers, yeah, Clippers and with, then just deleted it. Yeah. So it's like, what's going on here? Yeah. So Porzingis does Porzingis somehow make it out of New York in the next this off season or uh, in the future? There's Man, those two questions. I really hope Porzingis leaves. First off, before you say anything, you said uh, the Thunder needed to make a big. Excuse me, Thunder need to make a big change, which I totally agree with. But it's going to be it's so kind of funny hard. because now, now where the NBA is at now, it's not. Hey, we need to, we need to get together a good team. Like the GM's thought process is, we need to get a good team to you know beat out all these guys. It's who can we put into onto this team that can beat Golden State? Yeah, like that's that's what the game plan is now. Yeah, and I it's it just is it's sad, but it's also like. I mean, you, that's you, what you got to do. That's what. That's exactly what you have if to you do. If you can't beat Golden State, you there's and listen, no point. The Thunder are maybe a player or two away from getting there because I think I think Jeremy Lamb or excuse me, not Jeremy Lamb, Jeremy Lamb, Jamie Grant is solid defensively, and he actually shot really well from three point. Oh yeah. After shooting twenty five percent from his career, he shot I think thirty seven percent this season, and then he also I think he hit like forty three percent from the corner. So if he keeps improving there, there's a there's a reason that we could get rid of Roberson eventually. Right. But I don't. But Roberson's defense is absolutely incredible. Anyway, but going on about Clippers. So who do you see leaving and who do you see staying? Clippers. Uh. Well, I definitely see. Um. I definitely see Chris Paul leaving. Because, really. Yeah, I definitely see Chris Paul leaving just because Chris Paul is at that time in his career where he's just on a decline, mm-hmm. and so he needs to win a championship. He is an All Star point guard, a first ballot Hall of Famer. And so I, I think Chris Paul needs a championship on his Hall of Fame resume, um, and he definitely wants it. I think he deserves it, to be exactly, honest with yeah, you. Yeah, so. um, Because he's, he's a great, great point guard. He's the closest thing, in my opinion, to a traditional point guard, like yeah, you were like, saying, yeah. in the NBA. Um, he can do – he's a kind of a jack-of-all-trades. He can really turn on that switch and score when he needs to. Right. He can do everything. I don't think he can take over a game. Like, he'll every once in a while, he'll have a game where he'll be like, okay, I'm going to try and do everything I can to take over. But he's not one of those, like, takeover players. He needs good players around him. But um, I think he needs to – he's going to leave and try and pursue a, a championship team. And honestly, honestly, if LeBron James loses this finals – I think it's time. I think it's time they get the group together. Yeah, that would the be the super team is happening. I, uh, to be honest, that would be so cool to see Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo right. Anthony, and James, LeBron James. LeBron James is at that point where he's like, okay, if he loses, he's like, we can't beat Golden State. Like, we, I need to do something. You know, Carmelo Anthony's already out of New York. Chris Paul's basically already out of Clippers. And um, D- Dwayne Wade, he's Dwayne Wade said that you know he's chasing that ring still and. He's not going to get that ring with a group of Chicago guys he has now. So, um, I mean, it's crazy, but the way the NBA is now, I could totally see it happening. And anyone's going to want to follow LeBron, and they're all friends. So I could see that super team happening. I don't, I don't think at their age, 
if that team is good enough to take down a young Warriors team that yeah. they have now. But it definitely would be interesting. So, like, it kind of, like, just talking about it makes me smile because, like, it makes you're, me excited. You're so excited. I am. Like, <laughs> it's like he is jumping up and down his chair. Dude, whenever I was younger, I'd play 2K and, like, do, like, the, the fake drafts, and I'd draft all those guys together yeah. to make that super team. And then I'd have, like, just the worst, like, backup players just because, you know, I couldn't get anybody else because yeah. I didn't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> but I um I, I really want to see that happening, but I definitely see Chris Paul out. Um. Kyle Lowry said he. he Kyle yeah, Lowry there's another thing I was going to ask you about. Okay, he's well, going. He's going to opt out. He he's going to opt out. He said he's chasing that ring. Where do you um, see him going? Which everyone is chasing that ring. I don't really know where Kyle Lowry is going to go. I can definitely see a lot of people fall. Uh, you know, pursuing Kyle Lowry. I'd like to see uh, if George Hill said um that Gordon Hayward would ultimately decide if he wants to stay in Utah if George Hill stays in Utah. And I thought about if George Hill leaves. If Utah can land like a Kyle Lowry and keep Gordon Hayward and an up and coming Rudy Gobert, yeah, I think I think that would be really really cool for for Utah to put on that Kyle Lowry, that All Star point guard in Kyle Lowry on that team. So that's one of those teams that I'm really like thinking about. But all these All Star teams or, or great teams that are going to go far, um, they don't really need a Kyle Lowry because they always have these players. There is one team that I I'm would be a little excited about seeing him on, which would be the Spurs. Yeah, that's what that's the um, best fit, in my opinion. I, I don't necessarily see Kyle Lowry, because Kyle Lowry is definitely more of a score-first guy. He likes to take all the shots. Um, and I don't, like, I feel like it'd be kind of hard to put him into a Greg Popovich role. But now that, that uh, um, you know, Tony Parker's hurt, and he's probably not going to play that much longer in the NBA, I think they could definitely use him, and that'd give a little bit of, you know that that all-star point guard into their team and so that would definitely give a big three with him aldridge and Kawhi, which would be awesome it would be pretty it would awesome be really really cool so i'd definitely like to see him there but anyways back to the clippers thing blake griffin i also think is gone i think uh i think he's just done i i just he he everyone's calling him the tony romo of the nba he just he he nothing's going good for him right now he just i think he needs a new set of scenes. yeah maybe oklahoma city maybe i doubt it though um who knows you never he know. He doesn't want to come back and play for us. Um, man, on that question of who who leaves, I could. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see. I don't really see a scenario where all three stay. I don't. Well, duh. I I, I definitely agree with you. I think I could see DeAndre Jordan staying because he's stupid. Um, <laughs> I think I think John but, Jordan has kind of turned himself into more of the face of the Clippers than which is funny because I think I think at this point DeAndre Jordan is the face of the Clippers over Chris Paul and Blake Griffin I just think you, because I think you're right because he's the only one that's been able to stay healthy <laughs> that and I just think he's more of like a hometown guy like people really love him down yeah. there and I think that's why they're really going to pursue like try and keep him um and I feel like if you're a Clippers fan you're like okay Chris Paul's out there's no way he's staying after this season and yeah. so um I feel like they're really going to try and pursue him and try and keep him um on the team, which is a good idea, he, they need to keep at least one of their all stars. Um, but but yeah, I think the other guys are out, and I think the Clippers need to just explode. Like yeah. I think they need to do what the Knicks did will do. Well, what I hope they'll do, and just explode, and just start building up from get from rid of the Phil Jack. I don't think Phil Jackson's done a very good job. <laughs> I mean, I I don't think he's done awful. I think he I. I've always thought of Phil Jackson as an overrated coach. Like you, you I've, we've probably talked about this, but I think Phil Jackson has years of experience, and I think he knows what he's doing. And right now, I'm all for with just letting Phil Jackson just take control and just 
if because if he's saying players need to go out, I think you know follow Phil because Knicks are not going to do anything with who they have now. Carmelo Anthony has just not been what the Knicks hoped he would be. Yeah, and they just don't have a great team around you know around that team. So I just think I think the Knicks just need to combine, and I I think give Phil a few years to just kind of work his weird voodoo on mm-hmm. people and see what happens. So um, well, I, I'm, been I'm one of the few who now, are kind of like in favor. Yeah, but but now he's finally starting to like they're letting him do his thing. Yeah. Like he's he's basically said, look, Melo, you're out. And Carmelo Anthony is going to go play for the Thunder. And then we're going to win a championship. Carmel, no. Um, yeah, what do you think about Porzingis? Do you think we're going to get rid of Porzingis and start oh, over? Yeah, I think Porzingis is out. Um which really sucks, and it's kind of weird because I thought Porzingis would be really good, but I yeah, think... dude, people people were ripping Phil Jackson for dropping Porzingis. Yeah, and Porzingis has been incredible. <laughs> I think Porzingis wasn't. I don't think he was as good as any. He was he was great his first year, right? And I don't think he was as good this year as what people thought he would be. Yeah. But sorry, I need a drink. Um. Um. So I think that's why they're probably like I don't think we can use him with any of this, and. The way I see Porzingis, everyone thought that first year he was going to be like this all-star, like great player, you know, come out of his shell. And I don't see him being that kind of player right now. Being an all-star? Yeah, maybe be an all-star like once or twice, but I don't see him being like this superstar the, player the that perennial. everyone wanted. But I can see him being a really solid scorer and and just helper on someone's team. And that's why I think he'll definitely leave. And if Oklahoma City can land someone like a Porzingis, that would be awesome. Because he, I feel like he would work great under Russell Westbrook. He would definitely be able to spread the court, and he can, and he can play defense, which is something we've been hardcore missing out on in the four position, and uh, and he can rebound. Two things that we really, really need because our four position has been really kind of like the defense at the four position. We had Taj, not amazing defender, and then we had you know Canner and Sabonis, who neither of them play defense. Yeah, so. If we can get that defense at that position, I think that'll bump us up to another level. Not like, you know, Golden State level, but it'll bump us up to another level that we need to reach. So, just small baby steps. You know what I'm saying? Baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. All right. um, Well, we're running out of time. To finish out this um, podcast, to finish out the season. Yeah. The season. Season one. Season um, finale. Yeah, season finale. um, Who is going to win the championship this year? Golden State. Golden State. I say Golden in State in six. Golden State in six. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm uh I'm also gonna go with Golden State just because I really don't want to say Golden State, but I'm gonna go with them just because they have so much. Which is saying they a have lot. Four all stars. <laughs> which is saying a lot. Cleveland has three. Cleveland's got three, and Cleveland's got yeah. But they have four all stars that will play offense and will play defense. They have one. Cleveland has one one guy that plays both. Ways. That's true. You got me there. You got me there. Um. I do think Cleveland has better backups than than Golden State. They do, but uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. But I, I'm going to say Golden State in seven. I'm going to say this is going to be one of like here. You can you can quote me on this. Okay, I'm going to say that this is going to be one of the most exciting uh, finals that we've seen like ever. It would. It's going to beat last year whenever they came back from a three one lead and won. For sure, hmm. I think it's going to be very All like right, you heard it here first, up, folks. Like. Like, it's not going to be a comeback. It's just going to be, like, you know, a very close match through the entire finals. I think it's going to be better than what I would say my favorite finals was. I think it's going to be better than 2013 NBA finals with the Heat and the Spurs. I think it's going to be a really, really crazy finals. And 
Heat are going to lose, or no, the Cavaliers are going to lose, and then LeBron James is going to form his super team. All right. I'm kind of excited to see what happens, Shaden. And then they're somehow going to get uh, uh, Russell Westbrook to go play for the super team. The super team is in Oklahoma City. That's yeah, what they're gonna that, do there you go. Just to, we just, just, we just to, like eject everything off of our team. Just, and just to bring. <laughs> make Kevin Durant so pissed. And then, and then Oklahoma City is going to win like three in a row, beating out, uh, you know, just just absolutely annihilating the Golden State Warriors three times in a row. And then Kevin Durant's going to want to come back to Oklahoma City, and we're not going to let him because you know, screw him, right? Right. Anyways, that's season one. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> season one. Yeah. All right. Um, thanks, guys, so much for listening. Um, we'll definitely be back sometime hopefully like early june for the finals um try and do a podcast then and we'll try and do at least three throughout the summer and just try to talk about the draft yeah. and everything and what's going on give us a follow on the the twitter on ocast yeah and follow then, uh, on facebook follow me on twitter because i'm a funny guy cd underscore wounded knee yeah don't follow cool i'm funny anyway. you know it <laughs> you're just jealous shaden uh <laughs> thanks so much guys for listening um uh we'll catch you Sometime soon, hopefully. Hopefully at the beginning of the finals. Thanks, guys. Bye.